0: In the world of COVID, we could all use a little help when it comes to our nutrition, our bodies, our minds, our souls. So you know me, I have someone on the show who is a friend to the show now, which I'm excited about, who's going to talk to us about the importance of really knowing what's right for our body. You know, you guys know I struggle. I'm not going to lie. We've talked about it again and again about how difficult it is to stay focused right now and how it is to not binge and on, not just food, but everything. So help me welcome to the show our friend, Sue Sukaina. Barwani, what a beautiful name. Doesn't it just sound Barwani? Sounds so, so tropical, right? She is so fabulous. She is a holistic nutritionist, a wellness coach, an author, and the founder of Health and Food Junkie. Welcome to the show, sukena Hey. Hi. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure oh. to be here. Oh, yes, it is. I, it's so happy. I'm a pleasure to have you. <laughs> It is a pleasure to be here. Don't get me wrong. I woke up this morning. I'm full of life, right? So, I have no complaints about that. So, I'm so happy to have you on the show, and for a number of reasons. One, I'm loving your cookbook, right? So, I think it's pretty fab. I always, since I was a kid, I've always loved grabbing like a cookbook and seeing what ingredients I have and just whipping something up. Uh, and I have taken the journey uh, of becoming a pescatarian, which I've been. It's almost a year now, and I'm over fish at this point, and halfway to vegetarianism, right? Because I'm just over the fish. I feel like I'm going to turn into a piece of shrimp. And I hate (laughs) shrimp. (laughs) And so having you here, you know, I'm going to take advantage and really try to get some light blown into my, my fire, right? And so I can get on the good foot. So let's talk about optimal health, because I know that is something you really are passionate about. And when I hear the word optimal, I think about all areas, right? The best I can be, the best way I can do it. So I, I want you to talk about it And as far as
1: it goes to nutrition. So let's just jump right in. Okay. So for me, optimum health is incorporates everything and that's basically what holistic is. So um, when I was studying to become the holistic nutritionist it talks about taking yourself as a whole. So yeah you want to eat well but that's not going to make you healthy. You know along with eating well is exercise and daily movement and a big part of it that is coming into play now is your mindset. Your mindset plays a huge role in what you eat if you can start moving and it, it just affects everything and along with that you also have your sleep you have, you know, making sure you're resting enough, you need to rest your body, and you need to rest your mind. So for me, optimum health is being able to take care of all of that, to eat well, to move, to have the positive mindset, to think, you know, to flip the conversations in your head. And it's so easy to get negative these days. It's so easy to, you know, spiral down that negativity. So um, what I try to do, and I tell friends to do, is just to flip the conversations in your head. So when it's like, I feel horrible, I woke up this way, trying to change it in your head and you know, I'm so grateful I got to wake up, you know, yeah, I kind of feel this way and accept your feelings. I'm not saying to, you know, not give them the importance that they have, but just to flip it, to give it more of a positive spin. So that's my feeling on optimal nutrition is kind of everything in one go.
0: So of course I love the advice, right? Sukena? So, but let's just, let's just have the conversation for the people like, okay, that's cute. Uh, if I, had <laughs> put it, I wouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> So for you, your journey has to be unique. What brought you to the point to where you realized that that was an issue and that we had to consciously you know, seek alternatives? Because my little trick is, you're not hungry, you're bored, right? Yeah, I just yep, yep. myself. That's yep. my thing, which I'm kind of like, why are you talking to yourself that way? I'm getting to that point with myself, like be kinder. I'm in this journey of being kinder to myself because for years I didn't realize how harshly I spoke my internal dialogue was, right? So how do we... Go from talking to yourself crazy, like I do, to saying, girl, be gentle. You be happy about this change.
1: Like, where what's that happy medium? Let's talk about it. I don't I don't know if you can ever say you're going to be 100% successful because we all have ups and downs. Um, I know for me, I was the same way. I was not full of negativity, but it was always like, you know how's this going to affect me? What's this going to do? And I do the same thing. I walk around my house talking to myself all the time. My family thinks I'm insane. (laughs) By this point, they've come to accept it because sometimes thinking it and actually verbalizing it makes it better. So, you know, I've been trying to be more patient with my own faults sometimes. And I try to, you know, okay, so I did this. It's okay. Um, you know, it's like it's, I've read a quote somewhere. Talk to yourself how you would talk to your friends, or talk to someone you love. And it's true. We wouldn't tell someone we love, "You're just being stupid," or "You know, you're just you're just binge eating because you're bored and stuff like that." You'd kind of be a little more relaxed about it, more loving, more you know, diplomatic in how you share what you're thinking. So I try to do that more to myself, and I try to do more, you know, out loud because then I feel like I'm talking to someone, not just thinking it in my head. Um, So it's, yeah, it's hard to find, I think, the happy medium. I think it's something I remind myself daily. Um, In my stories, every morning I share, um, you know, a motivational or inspirational quote, something that rings true with me. So, you know, I'll scroll through uh, um, Instagram and I'll find quotes that I feel reflect me. And in the mornings, I'll try to find one to share. So every morning I'm, you know, rereading some of these quotes and it just kind of helps me start the day in a positive mindset because I've saved them all. So it's, you know, it's just kind of somewhere to help me start the day in a positive mindset. And a lot of them are about self-love. Like we need mm. to give ourselves a lot of self-love these days. Oh, I agree. I think that, you know,
0: the, I guess, I don't even know what to call that part of me, but <laughs> a part of me is kind of like, yeah, we hear self-love. It's like the naysayer of me, because I'm always thinking of what everybody can say against, right? Yes. Um, But I do believe in self-love and I, and I love the tip that you gave about actually saying that out loud. So I feel like if I incorporate saying it out loud, I'll hear it and it resonate a lot more, right? If I say, you're not hungry, you're bored, because I say it internally, but not out loud, then I probably would be more cognizant of the tone in which I'm speaking to myself. So I love that tip. I I think I can apply that in a whole lot of areas of this craziness going on inside (laughs) my head. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I really like about your brand is you have carved out your particular path. And it's very unique to you. Right. So, of course, I'm a researcher and I'm studying and I'm looking on your page and I'm researching your website. And all I kept thinking is this is so hard. I I don't even know you. Right. So looking at it, I can tell that it's crafted towards something so specific. Right. Even your cookbook for a pressure cooker. Right. You could have just wrote a cookbook about holistic cooking and it would have been great, I'm sure. But to think about using a tool that, like, I am not familiar with pressure cookers, right? And I know you, it's Instapot, which I've heard that name a ton of times, still don't know how to use it, still don't know what it is, right? But I like the idea of quickness and not having to stand by the stove. So, you know, I'm going to get my hands on that cookbook and and going to try some things. I, I guess I got to buy a pressure cooker. So let's talk about the variety. Because a lot of times when I think pressure cooker, I just think neck bones and probably greens. I don't know what you can cook in it, but stuff that's like hearty, soulful, you know, that that heartwarming that that comfort food.
1: So I actually started down, I had a regular stovetop pressure cooker before that my mom used to use, my mother-in-law used to use, and it used to freak me out because I had one of those whistles. And sometimes, like I remember once in the kitchen with my mother-in-law, she was making something and the whistle blew off and it just, you know, hit the roof and it was an absolute mess. So whenever I'd use one, I'd be really cautious. And I'd try not to use it, but it just makes life so much easier because things get cooked so much faster in the pressure cooker. Um, I actually had my niece introduced me me to the Pond. She said, you need to try this. It's going to be a life changer. And I was like, uh, and I got to say, I was very nervous to use it. It's, a, it is a little intimidating at the beginning, um, cause it sat in a box in my living room for about three months <laughs> before I actually opened up and gave it a try. And it was actually life changing. It really is. And uh, you're right. A lot of people think of pressure cooker and they think, well, all I'm going to do is boil meat in it or boil some chicken in it, which I used to do. But Electric pressure cookers and the Instapods specifically um, have so many different functions in it. So um, I used to do live workshops with a friend of mine to help friends and family like learn more about the pressure cooker, how useful it is. Because it's really useful in the sense where um, nutrition-wise as well, because you're cooking, you're steaming the food. So the nutrients are staying within the food. It's not going out into the air and evaporating. So, you know, nutritionally, it's really good as well. And there's so much you can make in there. So... A famous go- a favorite go-to for a lot of people is soups because it is really easy to throw everything in, you know, make a soup. But there's so much you can do. You can do stir fries in there, all kinds of breakfast. I make egg casseroles in there. You can make like a French toast bake in there because, yeah, it's steaming. But depending on the props, you know, sometimes you need to use different props in the, um, inside there. But it cooks as well. And um, it gives certain things like you can make a roast beef in there because you can sear the meat on saute and then cook it. Um, So it just, it's a great way to cook healthy fast and, you know, desserts. I love cheesecakes from my Instapot and I do. (laughs) Yep. So in my, in my cookbook, it's all kinds of variety of recipes you can use, but they're all like health-focused as well. So um, myself, I'm gluten-free. So majority of the recipes are gluten-free. If not, I share, um, you know, the tips on what you can substitute. Um, and they're also like refined sugar free. So they, you know, I use a lot of honey and maple syrup and coconut sugars um, and a lot of vegetables. There's a lot of vegetables included in these recipes as well.
0: I, I think for me, it's all about streamlining it. You know, mm-hmm. I love a good system. Anything that helps me because I'm not a meal prepper. I just don't. The reason I don't meal prep is not because I don't think it's efficient. My I'm finicky. Like I can literally think I want to eat something and then come Wednesday when it's time to cook that or eat warm it up. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. Th- not really wanting that, you know, <laughs> not feeling that today. So for me, having something that I know that I could probably quickly, you know, jump in there and do that would help a lot. And then I'm I'm like you, I feel like I know I have an issue. I won't even say issue, but I do try to eliminate a lot of sugar. I use agave and, and things of that mm-hmm. nature, even in my tea and, and and coffee if I have to drink it. Um, so incorporating and finding good recipes, because I'm a Pinterest junkie, I'll tell the truth, but finding the recipes that's been vetted or, or truly taste well as far as the no sugar. Has been challenging for me, you know. So I'm excited to try a few of your recipes and and incorporate that because I really have consciously tried to make sure that the things I'm teaching my daughter to cook, the like quick meals, like you know, you grew up knowing how to cook spaghetti, enchiladas, those quick, yep, you know, yep. throw in the pan. I want to make sure that the meals that she incorporates that she'll take on her family are easy and nutritional and things that don't intimidate, you know. And and I also hate cooking the same old, same old me too. <laughs> right? Yeah, like you've been married what 27 28 years? Yeah, we're going on 28 years. Yeah. So, for you, I'm sure you got some things it's like if I see that one more time on this dinner table. <laughs> yep. Y'all should see the look on his face like there's there's some There's some things that we don't kind of talk about in the monotony of love, right? The monotony of parenting, the monotony of it. And we do want to change it up, right? So one of the things you kind of touched on is that you're gluten intolerant and uh, processed sugar, right? Mm -hmm. How did you, I I want to talk about that specifically because I remember growing up, we didn't know anything about gluten, right? Like, what the hell is a gluten intolerance? What does that mean? And we hear it all the time now. And it's still a little confusing, So let's, from a holistic standpoint, especially since you're a nutritionist, let's talk about gluten and what that really means and what the intolerance means for your body. Because a lot of people, I hear them say, you've been eating it all your life, I ate it, you're fine,
1: right? So how do we identify it and move on? Okay, so gluten is actually a protein found in flowers, certain flowers. And some people are intolerant to it. So some people are able to um, digest it fine and not have a problem. But then some people can't so for me um, when you have an intolerance it doesn't mean you can't eat it at all it just means that you your body processes it in a different way Um, but then there are people who are celiac who cannot digest it at all and it really 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 affects them because they have flare-ups and it causes a lot of gut um, issues for them so that's basically it so it's just we're all different. We can all take things differently. You've got certain allergies and it all kind of starts in the gut and how your body is able to digest and process certain foods. So some people are able to digest and process the gluten found in the flours and some people aren't. And then there's like the, as I said, there's a the degree of it. So some people are absolutely fine. Like my family eats gluten, not a problem. I have an intolerance. So when I eat the gluten, it doesn't always affect me right away, but I know it's, it causes other issues in my body. So a bit of history on me and why I've taken gluten and sugar out of my diet is not as much for like um, body weight issues or anything like that, but it was a health concern for me. So I um, I about 10, 11 years ago, I was suffering from some severe candida issues, right? So for me, it would manifest as, this might fall under TMI, but um, yeast infections. I used to have really bad vaginal yeast infections. And it got to the point where I was at the doctor every month and I was like, something's going on and it's back again and it's just a very uncomfortable thing and she got to the point where she's like I don't even know what else to give you anymore like I've given you all the -the over-the-counter meds I've given you all the prescription meds possible I don't know what to do and it's not something you want to live with because it's not a huge health issue but it's an uncomfortable health issue (laughs) um so uh So I ended up going to a health store and I spoke to someone and they said, you know, try cutting out the gluten and all sugars and all of that stuff that in the body would feed the bad bacteria in my gut. So I did all of that. And yeah, so with a lot of elimination diets, also, if you take gluten out, you might be able to heal the gut and you might be fine eating it again if it's an intolerance. Um, But then there's some cases where it's just it doesn't work. So for me, every time I try to reintroduce it a few weeks or a week or so later, I'd start having a flare-up again. So for me, I just know it's better to keep it out of my diet. Um, as I said, for some people who suffer celiac, they can't have it at all. And they are very, very, like they have to be very, very careful because cross-contamination is a big thing too. So if you go into a restaurant now and you tell them, you know, you're gluten-free and is there gluten? They'll ask you, is it celiac or is it an insensitivity? Because they have to be extra careful about cross-contamination.
0: That's one of the the things that really made me find out more about it. My daughter um, has a huge, I would say, I wouldn't say she's celiac, but it's very close, right? So hers comes out in severe eczema um, and she's a kid, right? So not having pizza, not doing certain things, donuts on Saturdays. I wasn't willing to do that for her. So I counter it by vegetable, 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 one slice of pizza instead of three, um, you know, just kind of cutting back. And, and that, of course, incorporating bleach baths and things of that nature to kind of counteract the reactions has helped a lot. And she's growing. So I was, reluctant when her dermatologist kept saying, I think she'll grow out of it. I'm like, do you see her skin? How is she going to grow out of this? And lo and behold, the older she gets, the better it's getting, the less, you know, cause we were in a point where we were having staph infections and things of that nature. And it was so scary. You know, you have these little, this little bit of kid, you can't tell them don't scratch. And it's just, oh, it was just horrible. So now I, I noted that Domino's has like gluten-free pizza or I'll ask different establishments, do they have it? We're, You know, a lot more particular about it. But I, I wanted to talk about it because a lot of times, just like you said with your doctor, they don't test for it. I had to be diligent about something is not right. You know, what can we change? Because you have to stay on top. And a lot of times, at least when I grew up, the doctor, what they say is king, right? You don't really question what the doctor says. They're the expert. When we really grow up, you realize that they just go to school, right, for a window in time. And they don't study everything ongoing. If you have a really great doctor, yeah, they, they probably do. But nine times out of 10, no, they're just seeing the same stuff on general practice, colds, kids, physicals. They're not doing any homework, y'all. <laughs> they're just not. More brunch and slay after this. I heard a nasty room another day, and it was someone saying that email marketing is dead. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not. I know a lot of us tend to fall in love with social media, and it's a great place to be, and it's awesome for interacting with new people. But one thing about social media is that you don't own it. What you do own is your email list. As a matter of fact, during COVID-19, over $4 billion were made through email marketing. Yep, that's right. 4 billion dollars. Email marketing helps you reach your audience over 122% more times than just social media alone. And as a matter of fact, when it comes to my email marketing needs, there's only one brand I trust and that's myemailmedic.com. Head on over to myemailmedic.com to get all the tricks and tips and campaigns and templates that you need to help your brand elevate. Use code brunch and slay to get 10% off of all your Templates and email marketing needs, and when you get there, tell them mirror sent you. That's myemailmedic.com. And now back to brunch and slay. So another thing that really blew my mind, and I might just be that ignorant, but you talked about on your, you know, on your book and on your page about hormonal imbalances coming from what we eat, which kind of blew my mind. I'm not going to lie. Cause I always thought it was just like blood work. And, you know, we really don't think about how much food really is a fuel for this machine we call our body. Right. So let's talk about the hormonal imbalance and what I'm sure that a lot of us women are suffering from a lot of that, you know, especially right now with all the overdoing we're doing.
1: <laughs> so it's so funny that when I first started working, um, are looking more into health and how food affects you, it's amazing how everything is connected. Everything is connected to the gut. Um, it's actually something I'm now specializing in is I'm working towards a certification to work more and specialize with gut health because that's where it all starts. So what we eat affects everything. It affects our adrenals and it, affects, it does affect our hormones. It affects our mindset, it affects you know anxiety, stress. It's all connected. Um, you know, and it's certain foods, as I said before, certain foods trigger certain people and certain foods don't. So it's all like, um, it's amazing how when you look into it, how it's all connected, your hormones, you know, this simple things like, you know, adding a little bit of sea salt can help uh, relax your adrenal glands. So it helps with your anxiety and stress and stuff like that. So it is all really connected. It's a really in-depth process um, I personally don't focus on hormonal health but it's amazing how it does affect every aspect of what you're eating it's something as sub- simple as like um, they call this seed cycling and um, on certain days of your cycle if you eat um, certain seeds that could be flax seeds or sesame seeds or uh, sunflower seeds it helps balance your hormones so for the first part of your cycle you eat certain seeds and for the second part of your cycle you eat second um, these other seeds and it just helps balance everything out for you menstruation. So it's amazing how it all works together. You know
0: what blows my mind? It's like we are in this new awakening of learning things that have been here for millennial, millenniums. I can't even talk today, but it's crazy that these things, we we have reinvented everything with a prescription and didn't have to. We truly could be just learning these things from day one, teaching them, incorporating them. You talk about Candida. I, I, Love. I have done a couple of candida cleanses, Mm -hmm. which will blow your mind. Google it, y'all. If you have never done one, you probably need to, especially if you're a sugar junkie, because that's the candida saying, feed me, feed me. Um, And I made my husband do it because he kept having this rash. And it was, lo and behold, at the end of the cleanse, the rash went away. And it was ugly, y'all. I'm just going to tell you that. I mean, but after we realized that that yeast just comes out, it has to get out one way or the other and I, I wanted to share that now because i know a lot of us are doing convenient things like me i'm eating way too much carbs as far as the starch and i love mexican food so i mean tacos enchiladas corn tortillas anywhere i can get them and try and beans and rice and all these things and i know what i'm putting in is not necessarily good for my gut because i am so bloated right now yeah. but it's that comfort and i'm trying to I, that's why i'm really excited about the pressure cooker because i feel like i can still get comfort food and not have to feel like I'm cheating myself, you know? <laughs> so as you are, you know, evolving and growing and steadily learning and incorporating new things, what's on the horizon for you? What's next on your, on your, your mountain? What mountain are you climbing next, I guess?
1: So I guess for me, it's um, I want to streamline my practice. As I said, I want to focus more on the gut health because that's something I experienced. I experienced um, changing my gut health and changing my overall health and everything by changing my diet by strengthening my gut lining. So it's all really interconnected. So I want to focus my practice on that. And I also want to focus on wellness coaching for people. There's a lot of people out there who have blocks who really want to be healthy. And they want to, you know, go down the healthier lifestyle, but they have these mental blocks, be it these, you know, preconceived notions about them, or, you know, in the past, people telling them they can't do it, and they just don't think that they can. So I want to help people work through those limiting beliefs and those blocks that are stopping them from being the best they can be. Um, So those are the two things I'm focusing on right now. So I want to, as I said, you know, streamline my practice and help people through these two things.
0: So who is your ideal client? The person listening right now who's wondering, she sounds nice. Maybe she could be my coach because they're looking, right? Who is the, who do you work really well with?
1: I work with people who want to change. Mm. Never so i have never. i've worked with people who have come to me and they said you know this is the problem i'm having i want your help and i'm always happy to help like you can text me on instagram and whatever just send me a personal text messages i'm always help happy to offer advice wherever i can but i can't get into too many details because you got to know the person you need to know their history because what would work for me may not work for you right so I'm happy to offer simple suggestions and stuff like that, Um, and I do have people who do come to me and are ready to do the work, you know, ready to do the work, and I put in the work for them as well, and they see great results, and those are the people I love to work with, because they're the ones who will come and say, this is a problem I'm having, please help me, and I will give it my all, because that's what I want to do, I want to help, that's my goal, is to help other people feel great. But then there's also people who come to me and say, yeah, I want to do this. And I'll put in my effort and I'll give them all the stuff. And they're like, oh, you know what? I decided I didn't want to do that. And I decided this was too much work. And I decided, well, you're not going to get the results you want if you're not going to try. So that for me is, you know, the people who want, the people who want to make the change, the people who want, and it's not, the people who want to make an overall life change is a big thing for me too. So it's not just, I want to lose weight and that's it. Because that is a big concern for all of us. We all want to do that. But there's more to it too. Like I want to take the holistic approach. I want to talk to you about, you know, natural ways to help you feel better. You know, there's like, you know, I, I'm a strong belief in essential oils. You know, are you willing to try this stuff? Are People who come with an open mind. Now,
0: how do you feel about uh, take intaking essential oils? Because I know that's a huge controversy, right? Uh, do you do you ingest them, or are you a applicator?
1: I'm an applicator, so I know there are a few brands out there who've tested them and they say they're safe to ingest and they they probably are. But to me, those are some really concentrated oils and I think they're just as effective being applied or smelt, you know, as aromatherapy. Um, You know, if I really want them to work really well, I will apply them on the soles of my feet because that's where they get absorbed the fastest. Um, We have essential oils all over the house. The kids have roll-ons for specific things and stuff like that, but I don't ingest them personally. I just think they're really, really concentrated and they don't need to be ingested.
0: Yeah, I asked because, of course, I'm a, I've am been binging on a lot, Netflix included. And I cannot think of the name of their series, but they did this huge like comparison about essential oils and America's craze for them, which I, I'm into them, too. You know, I use them I like I love good energy. So whether it's sage in my house or having a great scent that motivates me. I just like wherever I am, I want it to be the best, right? So I'm a person who puts the good sheets on the bed, drinks out of a glass, Mm -hmm. even with water, like just trying to have the full experience. I want to feel fabulous in everything I do. So (laughs) I I love essential oils. I love, I just ordered some new ones actually, because I was like, I'm spending way too much money on candles. Let me, let me figure out some. And I got some white tea, which is everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a whole nother story. (laughs) As you're navigating, right, and and you're coaching, what is what is what does the process look like for onboarding? Because I know a lot of people are intimidated when they hear coaching. I love that you are honest and upfront. And say do the work, but what does it look like the onboarding process? And is it like a six month, six weeks? Do you have like a, or is it just person by person? What does that that, that time frame look like?
1: So I do offer some programs. Um, one is a one month program, and that kind of just get you started and we talk about things and we kind of come face to face with things and then we can do follow-up sessions after. So I don't want to, you know, tie someone down for six months because as we can tell, things change unbelievably these days. (laughs) We just don't know what's going to happen. So um, a lot of things have been going week by week as well. Um, Some people will call and say, you know, I'm having a bad week. Can we set up a couple of sessions? And I'm happy to do that, you know, just kind of work on availability. Um, My longest program is a three-month program and that's when we if someone comes to me with a health issue, like, you know, these are health issues I'm having. Um, you know, for example, let's say someone came to me and said, you know, I am having a candida issue, right? Um, and that takes a couple of months to work through because with candida, you have to take certain foods out of your diet. You have to do the cleanse. With the cleanse, you have to take out those foods because, again, you know, the, the fruits, and the sugars will just feed the yeast, which as you're doing the cleanse, you want, you're trying to kill the yeast off. And by eating certain foods, you're, it's not working. So we go through a whole elimination diet. So you eliminate the foods. And then I work with them to slowly re-add in the foods. So as they're cleaning out the candida, we're trying to strengthen the gut lining and we're trying to strengthen their guts. And then we're slowly trying to reintroduce foods because after an elimination diet, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to tell your daughter she can't have gluten forever. You know what I mean? So you kind of want to strengthen their guts so that they can slowly start reintroducing it because things have to be sustainable. For me, lifestyle choices have to be sustainable. Um, you know, um, as I said, I don't eat gluten. I don't eat refined sugars, but I found ways to make it sustainable for me. And that's why uh, it's a three month process because by the third month, we're working on changes that can be sustainable. So we, re- we introduce certain foods, we know which foods will inter- you know affect them, which foods won't, and then we make a plan to make it more long-term. So the longest program I have is three months, but then we go through the whole process.
0: I love that. And that, that's something I can digest, right? So I'm, I'm all about being realistic mm-hmm. and we, we just know we're instant. That's the world we live in. We want it right now. We want it the way we want it. <laughs> So now this Saturday, you can brunch with anyone in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with?
1: Gosh, who am I brunching with? That's an interesting question. There's a lot of people I want to brunch with and talk to, but I think right now I'm going to say, and it sounds really silly because I just finished rereading her book, is Michelle Obama. (laughs) I did reread her book recently and it's just so many great takeaways and I just think the dignity that she has when facing certain things, it's just been inspiring. So that's, yeah, that's someone I would want to brunch with right now.
0: Yeah, we need to get get Miss Obama uh, somewhere so we can all brunch because she is on this show and we love her and everybody knows that you're going to have a good time and you're going to be lifted up like in her yeah. presence. That's just yeah. who she is. So I love it. I love it. Just so, a positive force. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and what a crown she wears and, and it's heavy and she wears it with such dignity and grace. So, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. So as you are navigating your journey, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you keep slaying?
1: Just positive vibes. You know, we got this, you know, in this day and age, I think all we can do is just share the kindness and be positive and just pray. Pray that everyone, you know, hits those goals that they're setting and is able to succeed in whatever they're going for. So, yeah, just a lot of positive vibes, well wishes. That for me is what we need. Yeah, I love it. Now, Sukaina, where can people follow you? How can they support you? So um, I have a large presence on Instagram. That's where I am daily. So I'm sharing stuff on Instagram um, under the handle Health and Food Junkie. I do have a website, healthandfoodjunkie.com, which um, is put on pause recently because I'm just trying to um, go through the updating process of that. Um, and I've also got a page on Facebook, again, Health and Food Junkie, that you can follow on as well.
0: So easy. Health and health food
1: junkie. It yes. was just, you know, I was all about food. I'm all about health. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, if
0: you all enjoyed today's show as much as I enjoy chatting with Sukaina and you feel inspired as I do, because we all know we can always use some help and some guidance, then all I ask is that you just tag one of us or both of us and tell us what your takeaway is. Because if you take away one thing that's going to help you on your journey, then this is all worth it. Right, Sukaina? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. So just tag us so that we know and we can either, you know, we can touch bases and just say thank you because we all know that we are all taking this one day at a time. And we are also remembering that if she can, I can, we all can. We all Enjoy can. your day. I love it. <laughs> yeah.